Let's do the dumb Spotify wrapped thing. Why is it dumb? Dumb? Because I don't think it was actually oh, you're, keeping you're proper spot, your, statistics. Your, your personal Spotify Like, I feel like wrapped. it only is was paying attention to, like, this last time I was subscribed to premium or something. Like, it should, it doesn't really, it shouldn't matter. Like, I kind of subscribe when I get a deal, and then I unsubscribe, and then I subscribe again. Wait for another deal, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll do title in between when they give me, like, a $4 deal for three months or something stupid. Yeah, I feel like Apple's thing is not fully truthful in to reality, but I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty close approximation for me anyway, but I'm pulling up my replay is what Apple Music called also, it. Also, I have iTunes Match still because I'm old school. And it is kind of funny that we each ha- are using like a different um, <laughs> service. Music service? Yeah. Yeah. How do I watch the whole recap? So, uh, I listened, according to Apple Replay, I listened to 1,167 songs this year, and a few of them caught my ear. Can any of you guess what my number one song is? Uh, I can't remember that one guy's name. Uh, Um, Lewis Cole? Yeah, Lewis Cole. Weird Part of the Night by Lewis Cole. Supposedly I played it 79 times, but I mean, if that's if they're talking about a single day, that might oh be close. Because honestly, I listened to that song a lot. Uh, Them Changes by Thundercat, another 45 plays. What You Thinking by the Chili Peppers, 38 plays. About Damn Time by Lizzo, 38 plays. And then Bank Accounts by Lewis Cole, 38 plays. Um, so that's my top five. I listened to 243 artists. My number one most listened was the Chili Peppers, then Lewis Cole. Number three, Coheed and Cambria, which would have been mostly in service of our side quest. Number four, John Mayer. And number five, Ben Folds, because uh, that's, that's who I am. Top albums. Uh... Unlimited Love by the Chili Peppers, Quality Over Opinion, which is Lewis Cole's new one that just came out a couple months ago, Time by Lewis Cole, uh, Harry's House by Harry Styles, and Sob Rock by John Mayer. Um, playlists and stations I don't really care about. That is my top music of the year. Um, I did, we did, uh, In Keeping Secrets did make it to number 10 on my albums, uh, with 41 plays. Uh, I don't know what that means. If it's, it can't be full plays. I don't think I've listened to it 41 (laughs) times. That's like a lot of time. (laughs) It's a lot of times. It might just be the number of songs you played off of that album. I wonder if you don't have time for God of War. Listen I'm just to listening to Coheed, yeah. For 50 hours or something. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Apparently, uh, I listened to 98,750 minutes of music this year. Which seems ridiculous. That's a lot. 
98,000 minutes? Because it's, it's on the uh, in the background when you're working and you you work too much. It's it's in the background when I'm working. I also put on music for the baby and she's on my account too. Like uh, so that's, that's 68 days worth of music. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, the number one on my list is Covet. For those who don't know Covet, they're instrumental, like, progressive rock band, I suppose. They could be prog rock, kind of mathy. Um, I had 24,583 minutes of streaming Covet, so I'm probably their number one fan. Um, I was in the top 2% of Coheed and Cambria listeners. Nice. Wow. My top artists are uh, Covet, number one, Copeland, number two, Gold Necklace, number three, I built the sky number four and the Appleseed cast number five. The one song that truly defined my year is Good Morning by Covet. It is the first song on the album. Uh, I can't remember the name of the album right now off the top of my head, but the first song on that album that plays, uh, usually I put, I put that album on when Eloisa goes to bed mm. more, more often than not. And I listened to it 507 times. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What's another? There's not even that many days in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it played multiple times. My most listened to genre is rock and then independent music. Number two, heavy metal. Number three, electronic dance music. Number four and new age music. Number five, new age. Apparently I don't, what classifies as new age. My most popular playlist that I created, uh, for other people to listen to like it's a public playlist is the Bel Air episode one playlist that had every song from Bel Air episode one on it and it had nine 595 minutes of listening nice on YouTube um, my personality type according to YouTube music is that uh, you go way beyond the hits 92% of the songs you listen to were deep cuts that's kind of cool that sounds about right. And you stay loyal to your faves. 66% of your listening was songs on repeat. Uh, you keep the energy high this year. 30, 63% of your music was amped up. Your music personality is the alt party starter. You bring the vibe wherever you go, but keep your friends guessing with unexpected tracks. That's pretty accurate. Um, yeah, that's my recap on uh, Google Music. YouTube nice. Music. Cool. What about you, Brian? Well, just solely from Spotify, which, like I said, isn't uh, really a good... It's not the full picture. Not at all. But um, it says I listened to 613 songs. That's which it? doesn't the whole sound year? like very much. <laughs> like two I songs, said, it wasn't the whole day, year, though. Maybe, and my top five songs were all... Porcupine Tree songs from the same album that came out this year. Very boring. To be fair, they couldn't make as many recordings back in 1927. (laughs) Yeah, those wax cylinders and shit. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't translated the wax cylinders to MP3 format yet, so... I listen to a lot of USB uh, (laughs) Victrola players uh, out there for... yeah. Very true. I listened to 238 artists, though, somehow. Nice. Two songs apiece. But, again, (laughs) Porcupine Tree was top artist. 391 minutes together. 
I'm top 5% of the uh, Porcupine Tree listeners on Spotify, apparently. Nice. Yeah, they don't have the top listener thing in, in Apple Music, unfortunately, but. Now, this yeah, is what is really there. threw me for a loop. It my top five artists on um Spotify. Spotify. Taylor Swift. I barely no. Okay, well, Porcupine <laughs> Tree. This is for Toby this Chandler. year, of course. <laughs> Whitney Houston. <laughs> Shut up. Crosby Stills and Nash. <laughs> <laughs> and credence <laughs> but none of those actually uh, I'm sorry Beethoven Bach <laughs> <laughs> Stradivarius <laughs> I mean Go those ahead. are all sorry, relevant I'm done. still I'm done uh well porcupine tree of course because it already said that um the smile which i only remember listening to that album like a few times so i don't understand why it decided that was number two japanese breakfast which i definitely listened to more than the smile but it put it at third marxist uh love disco ensemble i definitely listened to that album more than any of those two groups before that. So again, I don't understand. Like some statistics got lost here, I swear. And number five was Wilco. And I only listened to that album like twice. Yeah. Yeah. I have similar issues with Apple music where it's, it just doesn't, the numbers don't quite add up, but I don't know. It's weird. You never know like what counts as a play and what doesn't. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't know. Strange. But my my personality is the specialist. I'm selective with my music and artists. And uh but I have lots of love to go around. Nice. However, once I decide I like an artist, I am all in. That's cool. And that's about all I have to say. On that. Uh, I picked out some of my favorite albums that were released this year. Uh, I Built the Sky put out The Quiet Place Away, which is an acoustic album for them. If you're not familiar with I Built the Sky, another kind of instrumental prog rock band along the lines of Covet, but more in more metal, I suppose. Uh, dudes from like New Zealand or Australia, one of those like Kiwi countries, you know? And, uh, wow, they would be so mad right now. It's uh, his music is so good, and he he like writes everything himself. He's awesome, very talented. And the this Quiet Place Away album is acoustic, and it's beautiful. It's it's incredible to listen to. Uh, Copeland put out a album of uh, like greatest hits called Revolving Doors, and they've they recorded it with like the Philadelphia Philharmonic Orchestra or something like that. So it has like orchestral backing. Very cool. The Darling Fire put out the album Distortions. Probably one of my most listened to albums. If we take out the stuff that Eloisa listens to on my music, uh, Moxie, the band put out an album called dream feeling. If you're into 
some of the more retro wave kind of stuff with like you know like definite like it has um it's like it's got goonies vibe like big time like that album and it's really really well done and royal coda put out an album called to only a few at first which is great joseph errington again coming in clutch with the drums the dude is a machine he's amazing and i believe he has retired from touring and he's only session drumming now which is kind of sad because i was hoping to see him live but that's okay and then coheed with faxes too came out this year and uh it's great i still haven't listened to that i need to give that a listen it's really good it's really good if you like vaxes one you like vaxes two. i liked the 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 promos that they put out before yeah all the all the singles and and all the artwork they released with everything the artwork was super cool very cool stuff clearly they have more money now because they're actually investing like money into better artists for stuff so yeah not that their art direction was ever bad but like the stuff now is kind of crazy looking although i'm sure he just used some ai algorithm to do it you know yeah the the no world for tomorrow album art is just kind of like ugh, whatever for it's me, just in my yeah opinion. it's not great but uh, uh what else you want to talk about movies real quick i i don't have any movies but i can talk about tv but if you want to go through movies because you watch more movies than i do yeah, and I there's a lot that I haven't seen this year that I really really wanted to. Um, I had tickets to see Top Gun Maverick in IMAX, uh, but they were for literally the day after my daughter was born, and so um, I did not get to see that movie. <laughs> Sad. And now I'm I'm at the point where I don't want to see it if it's not in IMAX because I've heard it's so damn good in IMAX. So, um. You know, I might have to bribe a certain someone I know that works at a certain large screen. Uh, in to do a, do a private showing. That would be pretty good. That would be a good idea. Um, I would I would help. I'd pitch in for that. All right, we'll see what we can do. Um, but uh, a couple things that I think people should check out if they haven't, or something that I think uh is maybe. Uh, good. Uh, the Batman that came out with uh, Robert Pattinson uh, was good. It was not great, in my opinion, but it was good and worth watching. I believe it was on HBO Max for a while. I'm not sure if it still is. I enjoyed it. It's there, <clears throat> but it might be gone tomorrow. Yeah, you never know. With it HBO was there yesterday. Nowadays. Um, I uh, was not a big fan of the third or the fourth Thor film fourth yes the fourth thor film which uh was pretty meh in my opinion um but it is out there if you want to see it top gun maverick definitely came out in may uh and i really want to see it have not seen it yet probably would be one of my top movies of the year because it's apparently everybody's top movie of the year uh made all the money um oh well money is being made now by that silly avatar 2 movie also true i hope i get to i want to see it because they did um he did variable variable uh refresh rate like there's it switches between 24 and 48 frames per second like oh sometimes in the middle of a scene which is apparently weird but i want to see it the way that he intended so i'm hoping i they still are playing it in that weird 3d high frame rate um, by the time I'm able to do that. 
Um, Bullet Train uh, was from one of the directors of John Wick, uh, David Leach, um, and it stars Brad Pitt. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's on HBO Max. Definitely want to check that out. Heard good things about it. Prey came out on Hulu. Very, very good movie. I did watch watch Prey, Prey, John. Prey was great. You have to like Predator. You gotta watch Predator. You gotta like Predator. I think, I mean, I think it's even pretty good without knowing much about Predator, honestly, because I've really only seen one Predator movie, and I like it, and I know who the Predator is, but I I think Prey is pretty good, you know. Well, yeah, well, it is It is a prequel, so I suppose you don't have to have any frame of reference going into it. Like, It works without it, but I think, yeah, it is more meaningful uh, with with that knowledge. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. I've heard good things about it. It's a horror movie. One of the ones that Tim talked about on the recent horror movie yearbook honor roll. Uh, check that out if you're into horror. Barbarians, another horror movie. I think it's up on HBO Max yeah, still. I've been told to see that one. Really need to watch that. I think it is Detroit, set in Detroit, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so that's cool. Um, it's part of then, like the It Follows anthology, isn't it? Like, I don't think I don't think so. I'm Different pretty director. sure it is. It had something to do with that. I, I think it aren't they both on A twenty four? I think that's the only connection. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know if there is something. So maybe we'll see. I don't know. Uh I still haven't seen Halloween ends, but I need to because I just gotta finish that. What have that you trilogy. done this year? Nothing. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I really need to watch Weird the Yell Yankovic story, which is I saw that. Okay, that's probably my favorite movie I've seen this year because that's the um, only one I can remember seeing. To be honest, I, I need to <laughs> it's watch. It's so it. funny. I don't have any Roku devices, and therefore I can't watch it, which blows. To it's be really honest, stupid. I started watching it on Roku, and I got pissed because there were commercial breaks. Yeah, and it's. Weirdly only mixed in stereo. And yeah. So anyways, I uh, found it on my friend's Plex and it was better with no commercials. Sounds like I need to find it. And I didn't feel like I was internet truck cheating since I have a Roku device. I should be able to watch it for free without ads. There you go. Uh, but most importantly, honestly, and my favorite movie of the year and a movie that I did see uh, is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once by the Daniels, who uh, previously made a movie called Swiss Army Man, which is about a farting corpse played by Daniel Radcliffe that saves Paul Dano from being stranded on an island. So please definitely watch that movie. Uh, one of the only... Uh, Midwest film there's episodes that got eaten by a poor recording accident so um, but everything everywhere all at once is incredible don't look anything up just watch it buy it sight unseen if you like if you like action movies and you enjoy feelings watch the movie because it's just it's just good and the music's by Sun Lux as well, so that's sweet as well. Yeah, that's um, good music. Check check it out. Definitely worth worth buying, regardless of you know if you're a fan of good movies, you will enjoy it. So, Hell yeah. that's it for film, I think, in 2022. Yeah, I uh, I really can't think of 
new movies that I saw this year, to be honest. Like, nothing comes to mind. I probably saw something new, other than the Weird Al movie, but... Yeah. And that's probably all you need to have seen. So. I can think of all kinds of TV shows, though. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of good stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Between there we go. I was looking Andor, for my notes. Andor's great. Still great. Will always be the best. Great. The best. Yeah. The literally the best Star Wars TV show, period. I think it's it could be one of the best TV shows, period, honestly, in my I, opinion. I I feel like um I agree. I think yeah, there is only one show I saw this year that I think I liked better out of all the TV shows I saw, and that would be Severance. Yes. Yep. Also very, very, very good on Apple yeah. TV Plus. Worth paying for Apple TV Plus to to watch. Absolutely. In my opinion. And uh, I will probably have to do that when the second season comes out, unless I find it some other way. It's so good. So very good. Man. Good TV this year. Yes. We got to see the conclusion of Better Call Saul, which was also fantastic. Yep. Uh, Very true. I did finish on a side quest, I believe. Yeah, I did finish Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and it's so much better than the video game. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome, but yes, it was sad. All right, I will need to watch it, and then we can talk about it in more spoilery. Uh, spoilery terms only other show i have that i want to mention is white lotus didn't watch the first season until this year right before the second season aired they're both fantastic and i feel like anybody could watch them and enjoy them i mean what is white lotus small children but hbo hbo okay they're self-contained seasons and they're not that long they're the first season six episodes the second season seven episodes Okay. And there the is white, going to be a third one for sure. The White Lotus is a show that makes me feel the awkwardness so much. It gives me anxiety when I watch it. it it's, I, it's it's yeah. it's very good. It's also it's not, one of those weird shows where everybody's kind of terrible in their own way, but you can yeah. relate to all of them in some strange way. Like okay. you can be empathetic toward them all even though they kind of suck. They're all, yeah. You should watch it. I th- I think Megan would probably enjoy it too, honestly. So yep. you should watch it yeah. with her. For sure. If she doesn't fall asleep. Yeah, I'm into that. I'll check it out. Um, we also, do, do we talk about Boba Fett and Obi-Wan? Yes, we were did. those. This, well, we did well, this year. Obi Wan was this year. Was Boba Fett this year? I think so. Yeah, it was like March, wasn't it? I don't think you got to talk about it as much, Brian, because I think you were on vacation that week. But we did talk uh, about it on a side quest, I believe. I'm in the boat that of of the shows that have come out, that's the weakest one, but it is not bad in my opinion. It's weirdly paced, but I think it's still a solid show like i enjoyed watching it the first episode was december 29th of 2021 but i'll still count it because the majority of the season happened this year yeah Yeah, i'm okay with that technicality 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It wasn't really what I... The, it wasn't what I wanted for Boba Fett, but because it kind of, like, made people who, like, idolized Boba Fett angry, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Boba Fett's the coolest coolest character in star wars and then the tv show is like guess what he's fucking stupid <laughs> and i was like all right i'm i'm for that i get it I'm i don't down. know if he's stupid per se but like i mean i, I kind of dug the whole like tuscan raider partnership thing he had going on i thought that was cool yeah that was cool i liked that stuff yeah yeah i didn't i didn't like the the contemporary timeline stuff the, as much the mod squad i did yeah. not like the mod squad they I didn't seemed care like they about them didn't fit away that wasn't that didn't ruin it for me but i just i don't know the the confrontation i don't know we, we've probably talked about it anyway I, I feel like the the mod squad there should have been in like one of the prequel movies and jar jar should have been in their bike gang yeah and like their names I mean, if their names were like Skywalker, it would have been, <laughs> the show would have been better, right? Sure. That's what all yeah. anybody ever wanted. Yeah. Without a doubt. Until um, we saw Andor, you know, and then <laughs> it has nothing to do with that shit and it's better than all of them. Dan, you watched The Bear. I still need I to did. watch I did. I watched the bear. the bear. The Bear was fantastic. Is Heard that a show? Things. It is a show. It's a it's a show about a kitchen. It's actually a game on Steam. It's in a weird category. You might not um, want to. I don't want to. Yeah, look that it's one next up. to Sex with the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Bear's great. That was on Hulu. Yes, Hulu and FX. I think. Yeah, I think it's one of those FX on Hulu shows. Uh, yeah, there's a show about uh, a dude who takes over his brother's restaurant after his brother passes away and. He just kind of tries to get it, like he comes from like a, like a like the the culinary world, whereas like the restaurant itself is more of like, kind of just a greasy spoon style, like Chicago beef uh, restaurant, and uh, uh, it's re- it's it's fantastic. It, a lot of people that I know, a lot of my friends that cook, were all just like the show's amazing, and it's it shows a lot of the dynamic of being in a kitchen uh, professionally. And uh, gives gives a lot of that anxiety of being in a kitchen professionally, and as uh, nerve wracking as watching some of it is, it just made me want to like have a restaurant and own a you know like own a food truck or like have a kitchen and like make food for people. Uh, so, but yeah, it's a fantastic show. Did we talk about Westworld? No, it's yeah, too West, soon. Westworld season four. maybe next year. How's that yeah, Westworld. Because of all the shit that happened, the fact that it got canceled, it's, ca- it's now canceled, and now yeah. it's getting removed from streaming. And uh, yeah, I don't want. It's a sore subject. Too soon. Fair yeah. enough. I will miss that show. Also, we devoted entire side quests to it. True, so. we did. Yeah, we did. You can check that out. And um, it. I'm trying to think. There were a couple others. That I really liked. Um, there's a couple that are still going on, like Abbott Elementary is a great show, uh, kind of like The Office set in like an inner city um, Philadelphia school. 
elementary school. It's very funny. Uh, I've caught a few episodes of that. I thought it was pretty funny. I like that show quite a bit. Um, There's a show on HBO. It's an HBO original, so it's probably going to get canceled and removed at any minute. But uh, it's called The Sex Lives of College Girls. And it is kind of like it's made by Mindy Kaling of The Office fame. She has a show on Netflix called Never Have I Ever, which is kind of like a a high school teen comedy uh, sitcom. And the sex lives of college girls is basically like a sequel of that almost. There's not, there's no shared characters or anything, but it feels very much in the same vein. Both shows are very funny uh, and a lot of fun, um, so definitely worth checking out too. Um, we just finished a show called The Resort on Peacock with Kristen Milioti and, um, oh man, the guy who played Cheaty on The Good Place. I never watched Good Place. William Jackson Harper. Uh, it was very good. I liked it a lot. And it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's kind of a little bit of a mystery show, but it was very good. Worth checking out. Uh, the Resort on Peacock. If you have a Peacock, Peacock subscription. Um, Hacks is a comedy show on, on uh, HBO Max. Also very, very good. Not a lot of people talking about it, uh, but they should, because both mm-hmm. seasons were very, very good. There's two of them. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of good TV this year. John, you watched Barry. I heard that was good. Oh, I, I watched that too, actually. I haven't watched enough Barry. I haven't finished the latest season of it, um, but the show itself is fantastic. It's Bill Hader at his best, for real. I've heard great things about this season. At at his best when he's not doing impressions, because his impressions are, like, legendary. Very good. Yeah, the new season was a wild one, and, yeah, I'll be very curious to see how they can even take the show in a new direction in any way in the next season. (laughs) Interesting. Well, um... I know we've got like our own Spotify rap thing for the podcast, John, if you want to talk about that, but I do, I, I think, I feel I need to step away. I think the baby is starting to, to rumble a little bit. No, that's uh, cool, man. We can come back to that some other time. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. So anyways, but write in and tell us your favorite stuff of 2022. I want some yeah. suggestions from our what, listeners. What things did we not talk about from 2022? send them in let us know and yes. uh we will see you guys next year thanks again to everybody for listening peace